There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. I have come in today and said, we need to talk topical. We need to talk topical. We just got to talk about what's going on. It feels because like we've been muzzled in some way. We haven't been able to talk about things as they happen contemporaneously. And you know that my least favorite thing is to feel restricted. I have to be free. That is your least favorite. My what least you, what, favorite what wanna, thing. What do you want to talk about? There's so much to talk about. I just feel as if we continue to record these episodes and ignore the fact that we're in the lover era. <laughs> We just completely ignore that we're in the lover <laughs> okay. era. And they, they, the readers need our takes. Let's, they need our takes on lover. So, so can you just quickly give your review like yeah. you, as if you are pitchfork? We're recording this on August 30th. We're one week into lover. Into lover. Uh, it's, it's so... It's so middle of the road intentionally. <sighs> it's so like she, dis, she, she, she didn't want to make an actual sonic choice. Wow, you believe this was intentional for I, her to be mediocre? It's her first. It's her first album for her new for her new label, Unrestricted. Unrestricted. She doesn't like to feel that way either. Sure, no, but I'm saying like like it's strategic where it's like and it's 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 brilliant. Like it's she she did what she had to do. She did what she had to do, to, and she's about to show the, the other, other girls what, what they, they should have did. She's she. It's the album with her most songs. It's like she is like really wide net. Like here's something for everybody. Here's like me like. Wearing all my hats I've worn throughout my career. Here's, Many hats. Here's a high school song. Here's truly. Here's a. I'm about to get 
railed song. She certainly like, has. She do be recording those. Do, I'm about to get railed songs. And I now. love it. I love it too. I, and, I no, I'm saying it's a great album, but it's like yeah. intentionally it was middle of the road, and I think. Mm. I think she didn't want to like take too big, like the swings aren't too big, except for the ones that are so huge that they're crazy, like me. Like you're right. like, why? So this so, was that's, a great review it. on your part of the strategy behind her album. Sure. And I will now talk about the music okay. therein. Uh-huh. Um, I think that half the album is good. I think the first half of it is like, ooh, yes. And mm. I think there are some true bops on this, such as, say it with me. I, I think, think he, he knows. knows. <laughs> and we love that song. And we love the bridge. The bridge is great. And I'm a bridge queen. And I do love a good bridge. And that song has a good bridge. Also love Lover. Think that's a classic. Okay. Um, Forgot That You Existed is like a little bit bitchy. Ooh, in the way that bitchy. I do appreciate. Okay. And then I believe that the album hits its midpoint. And then just completely runs out of gas towards where the end. I'm like, where towards the end. I'm like... It's nice to have a friend. Truly, the Big Little Lies theme song slaps harder than that song. Oh, my God. Like, if I heard the Big Little Lies theme song in the club, like, I'll be moving around. It's nice to have a friend. I'm up taking a break. Yeah, I... But I appreciate this album, and it's sort of, like, great romantic sounds. I, I, I like I like that she's back in her comfortable press self, like, her media her media blitz self. She's back to being her media trained self. I love, and she's, and she, what, what a natural. She's, mm-hmm. she's, she, she can do it. Good for her. Good for her. Anyway. And um, we should also talk about one more topical thing, which is we are in the Dunstasans. We're in the Dunstasans. This is the Dunstasans. It is the renaissance of Kirsten Dunst. Uh, we, we, you and I both watched separately. Do we want to take credit for it? No, 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 Like no, this, no. we're, we're not Kid Fury and Crystal West like out here being like, get Missy Elliott on the VMAs, the Vanguard Award. Like, mm-hmm. like, and Missy Elliott thanked them at the, at uh, I saw speech. that she did that. That was very cool for the read. Isn't that so cool? I I I I don't think we're that for Kirsten. Hmm, I do. Um, and Kirsten doesn't know we exist. So she I actually, you know what? She wants. She, if you tweet well, at she, her, she's connected because she'll no, no, no. But be there. Well, here, well, her husband's Jesse Plemons. We love that. She, she, there's there's like three degrees of separation, but like we're not like we're, we're not going to be like. Kirsten's a friend. Here's what I'll say. say We're not going to say she's a friend of ours. And I don't think she'll ever speak to me. Mm -mm. But I do think that if she heard the energy with which we speak of her, and she this would was be appreciative of it. This was recorded months before, you know, her her the Dunstasans really began. Really began. So we should say. That on becoming a god in Central Florida is wacko, a wacko show, but like truly so so great, and like she mm. tur- she turns great performances in. But there's some piece in Vulture about how like this is authentically Floridian, and I which think that's I great. love. I love. She that. fucking spoiler alert skins a bunch of gators in the second episode. Like you see her like here, no stunt double, like no double, like it's her with a fucking knife, like yeah. cutting into what I assume to be a real gator because there's no. The props department is going to make a fake gator with meat. She pulls, she peels back the scales and takes the meat out and refrigerates. Well, it. I just want to say one thing. You've been really rude to props departments worldwide. I think that props departments can, accomplish I, a lot. And I, actually, I just want to no, say I'm working actually, very closely with the props department right now. With, with and, whom? <laughs> well, over at Aquafina? His name is Jimmy and his, and his first props assistant is Alec and they're both wonderful. Well, I'm happy that you called them out so that I can by, by name, Jimmy and Alec, apologize for what has been an assault on their industry here today because to act like that couldn't have been a prop gator is really ridiculous and sad what are they gonna, and it's tragic they're gonna build a prop gator out of like yeah, resin absolutely and, they will bitch it's called meat? a budget no bitch. resin and meat no I think it could be a, a, achieved with plaster 
and paint and hardworking people and talented people that go to school for that. And they, they study it by trade, oh my how God. to do things like you that. Bitch. And so you're disgusting. You're stupid. You're the stupidest You are really dumb. And you're the one of the stupidest person I well, ever Well, that's I've ever fine. Because I, because I don't really actually trust your barometer of what's dumb anymore. Bitch. Okay. After you said this. It's a wonderful show. It's Everyone a wonderful show. Oh, it. you were going to say, you, I was, you were going to, I was supposed to remind you to, to remind me about something. Um, yes. I want now? you to tell the readers really quickly and this is going to be a really good intro into yes, having yes. our guest because she is a fashion icon of course. and a style icon. Oh no. Tell us about your fall fashion that you yes. what you think is going to take off. We spoke at dinner last night and Bowen told me about his new um sort of sort of like my uh, aesthetic. Edit, my edit for fall. Here we go. Here we go, bitch. All black, all black basics. Uh-huh. Black shirt, black pants, black shorts even. Good so for far. Fall. We love for, um here we go. And then this is where it starts to get starts to get a little crazy. Where it starts to get a little unbecoming a god in Central thick, Florida. Thick, here. thick, thick, thick black sneaks. <laughs> maybe even a nice, like, maybe even a nice, like Givenchy makes these fun, like double sold. Like, no one can afford designer. A gap in between. Okay, anyway, he can afford designer. I'm not, I haven't bought it yet. Well, not I don't yet, think I will. He can at any it's too time. much money. Great. And then stop. Stop this. <laughs> as Cole's goal says, stop stigmatizing wealth. Okay, so I. <laughs> So that Tom Steyer and, and Matt Rogers, the host of Las Culturistas. Oh I'm so God. happy to be here with Tom shut Steyer up, shut herself. Up, shut, up, shut up. So Go I, bitch. and then here's, here's, here's the fun part. Here's the edit. Oh, so happy. Climbing gear. Yeah. So a climbing harness, a lower climbing harness. Our guest is nodding, <laughs> snapping even a, like, like fucking cor- nylon cords, buckles, carabiners. Ooh, you are that's so the gig. fucked up. Yes. No, our guest loves it. I and mean, I our think guest is literally I'm, so thrilled. I'm walking down the damn, I'm stomping <laughs> the damn streets of this city in my climbing gear. Isn't that so funny? I think if anyone could do it, you could. Why not? And because like, listen, if top harnesses have taken off in such a way, who could have seen that coming? And the top Why harnesses, not bottom harnesses. There's still room for the top harnesses to be pushed a little bit because you could do like climbing. Climbing harnesses are so fun and stupid. They're like it's not like piping, but it's just like a, a thick cord. Yeah. With carabiners. Oh my god. Carabiners. Well, I actually, I listen. If anyone could do it, it's gonna be you. I'm gonna try, and I'm gonna be, you know, ridiculed in um in the square, but we'll see. Well, I'll tell you who hasn't been ridiculed in the square. Ever, I'll tell you ever, who's ever, been ever, celebrated ever. in the square <laughs> and worldwide. And worldwide. It's actually our guest. It's our guest. Oh, my God. I mean, this actually is actually, I'm going to call it a historic episode of Lost Culture. Historic. She, God, has given so given much. Given so much. Has I mean, made so much, has given so much, will continue to. I, she's so fucking cool. D- one of the coolest. And can I actually can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you remember the cultural movement that was Broad City? Oh my god, bitch! <laughs> I I truly it was a moment. I could cry. Yeah, I could cry I too. And you know what? I actually show. wept during the finale. Wept I thought during of the you. finale. I'll, I'll be I'll be brave and say it. Come on, because that reminded me of us. It, and it's oh, they, and they and and they and I did. I cried in front of all up. my colleagues. Where did you watch this? The other two room watched oh, it together. Oh my god! Come on. And then I cried. And you cried. I mean, and no one understood. Like, like, like the like like the the, the modern classic, the modern two hander sitcom. Do, do life. Oh my god! You know? but truly, like watching them like separate from each other, and they were just oh, crying the on. whole stop, episode. Stop, stop, I was like, stop, this stop, stop, is stop, stop, so stop. thick. Like stop I felt it, it in my loins, and my penis. Come on, come on, come on, come on. So here's my, the deal. She's here, and my peepee feel good. My peepee feel <laughs> v good when Ooh. I think about the fact that she's here, and also there's a fucking Amazon special on its damn way, and. 
the title is Bleak But True. The, Bleak But True? The planet is burning. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. So watch out for that in January, but we're going to talk to her. We're so excited. Please welcome into your ears. Oh my God. Alana Glazer. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, my my soul is coming. Wow. Oh my and God. And I want to see you guys in <laughs> Multiple orgs. After you came. Uh, that's the thing. Like, imagine oh, that's gosh. always the thing too. Lately now with sex, it's like after you come, how can you expect people to still be into it? Sometimes the chemistry is just right. Sometimes yeah. the chemistry is right. Sometimes the chemistry <laughs> is just right, and you want to keep going. It's come on. true. Yeah, it's so true. Truly, how are? I wish um, I already asked you once. Off I know, mic, and I was like, you know what? Let's save for the stage. Save for the stage. Wait, can I can I respond to a couple? Yeah, things? yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, okay, I am such a I'm I'm here, and I'm like. You know how you like when you do stand up, you're like, you get off the stage, you're like, yeah, no, that was pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. then you watch and you're like, I'm a fat <laughs> piece of shit who doesn't know what comedy is. And you just watch and you hate or whatever. I was like, I literally don't know culture, consume culture. You guys are powerful um, warlocks uh, of, listen, of culture. No. We identify no. as sorceresses, but you we'll are take sorceresses it. of. Well, I guess I'm feeling this is my particular like mask energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What for y'all sure. are serving is my my vibe of mask energy. Uh-huh. Yes. and so I'm like, this is like you are the warlock to my witch. We yes. love that. But I, I absolutely the reason to me that masculinity is complete is because you are sorceresses. Absolutely. Oh. And we're able to say, and you know, that's really drag. As I could walk out of the house being a sorceress one day, I could come back later that day being a full warlock. That's right. And that's my, that's my, I'm entitled to that. I'm so that sorry. That is a human right. Hello. I can walk around identifying as a damn druid. Whoa. But then I, but then I walk into it, <laughs> I walk into the forest and I say, I'm a dryad. Do we know the differences? Druid and dryad? <laughs> Dru- a druid? Do you know the difference? We know. We, we know. We don't. You do. For the ah. for the readers, it's um a druid is like let's 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 it's it's, bi- it's binary. It's Dr- binary. Dru- druid is man, dryad is woman. Oh. There you go. But okay, so I'm creatures. like I don't know culture. I'm not I don't Stop. know culture whatever. Um but you guys are amazing at it. Literally, is lover Miley? It is Taylor oh, Swift. It's Taylor. Oh gosh! Wow. See, it's we didn't even new... say her name. See, the th- and the I thing know, is, I know, and I was like, "Bebo, <laughs> But I do, lo- I do. It's so crazy to me. That's how you know we're in a hashtag media bubble. Yeah, is that, is that we? No one else gives a shit about what we what we care about constantly. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. Tracy, Thanks, Tracy. Uh, what? Hot senior producer. HSP. Wait, HSPT. HSPT. Hot senior producer. Hot Tracy. senior producer Tracy has brought us some coffees and oh, can I you say care. that on Thank the mic? You so much. <laughs> they only had all chocolate, chocolate items. items. No, no, no. So I, I did just, buy I just, you a plain croissant from the deli, but Tracy. So that's Thank high so maintenance that's, Bowen. No, 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 no. I I was so chill about it. You guys can vouch for this. I was like, "Thank you. Thank you HSPT." No, I I would love it. Um I was just like I would love a pastry from the coffee shop if they if they, if it's only chocolate stuff, I don't want it. She mm. went to the damn bodeg. She went to the damn bodeg. I'll eat this later. So listen, I love a croissant in a bag, and I actually think mm. you should eat it now because sound effects wise, it's hilarious. Oh my gosh, the um prop bit, prop oh, bit, come on. hysterical! You oh guys my are God. cracking me up. Come on. And then also, okay, so I didn't know it was Taylor Swift. I guess I like yeah. don't really know Taylor Swift stuff. That's fine. That's fine. Are you guys obsessed? Um, well, I would. We have such complicated relationships with her. <laughs> we have a complicated relationship but one with that Taylor. includes love and yes, obsession yes, yes. and watch. Oh, one she's... that includes us literally uh, boycotting her music because of she didn't, sh- <laughs> and also seeing her twice live. 
hilarious. <laughs> so we are literally. Like, can I hear music? How then? Just not listening? Not listening. Not listening. Oh, right. Okay. Not listening. Truly, there was like a, a year and a half where I just was like, I can't, I can't listen yeah. to Taylor. We made a conscious decision when she was sorry, but the silent week during the election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We. Weak. I was like, oh, you're. She was being used as a like neo Nazi symbol, like a white supremacist symbol and online. And was like cool with it. And yeah, didn't I mean, say, this is like what anything. you're like referring to, but I'm like, you you look like it. Yeah. You yeah. look like a Nazi's wife. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to say that you're not. Yes. Right. So the you thing is, to. and it's weird now because like the one thing that's like right now, the focus has been very on like her new image and, and whatnot, but like in her interviews, which now, is what? Fake woke? Which is like um, um, gay she, icon, oh my queer which, ally. Yeah. Okay. But also positive. So it's a complicated position we find ourselves in as queers and queer allies because it's like anytime anyone steps forward and is like, I am your ally and I'm at her advocating for you and she she um has the petition and everything like and she's very kind of like active and advancing our wow. rights. But mm-hmm. here's the rub I have with it all. Because she said she acts like she didn't realize that she wasn't doing enough. But it's like how could you not realize? But she's like the model white woman in that way. Like even if she did realize like her narrative can support that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she is like the white totally. woman. Okay, I have a couple questions. So mm-hmm. what is it that you like her songs? I, li- I literally don't know. Yeah. Okay. For, for me explain. at least. And I think for you too, Matt. <laughs> we can explain this. I think, I think you and I are able to like really peel back like the the writerly like she is a, she's a songwriter she's, she's a, a very very wow. good undeniably good songwriter and you feel that and it's it's that's her she's right she writes all her songs yeah she writes all her songs i literally like kind of didn't know that. i guess yeah. i did yeah. but it's like right she writes all her songs she just has like wow. a, like i've listened to like these fucking switched on pop podcasts like uh, where they dig into the songwriting with mm-hmm. her stuff and it's like wow oh yeah she's like doing like she's like intentionally like employing these things of like you know declamation or whatever the, the songwriting terms are like the phrasing all that it's but, like but it's what are you artistic. talking about like the, like verbal math or the verbal math she you know, the, the, the melody the structures yeah. are, she's like she's pretty like she's kind of a chameleon in that way where she can like do like she can do like a stadium rock U2 song at the, mm-hmm. uh, at, at the start of her of Red or she can do like a Lana Del Rey song she can do a high like she can like do she can like wear all these Which different kind of like Drake in that way kind very of. similar where she's like a Mickey Mouse yeah. Yeah. yeah I would say she's an excellent communicator with her music so when you're listening to her music the messages are like so clear and what uh, what okay, are the so messages for example literally. for example here here is here is come on come on an example of a really good taylor swift song that like fucking nailed her fan base and everyone generational generationally that was listening to it the song you belong with me mm-hmm. so she this is like long ago her fearless album which is her first album that won the grammy for album of the year yeah and it was like while she was still doing country music and this is like her first like pop crossover kind of hit which was it's about this girl who's like the best friend of a guy and um he doesn't see her he likes this other girl and she's like the typical cheerleader and she's kind of the girl who wears like baggy t-shirts and like whatever is she actually this girl we don't know but she communicates (laughs) being that girl very well with these following words You're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. She's going off about something that you said. Cause she doesn't get your humor like I do. And in those words, it's like, we get it. Yeah. We get exactly what's right. happening. And then the chorus is fucking big. Cause you can see that I'm the one who understands you. Been here all along, so why can't you see? He, you belong with me. 
you belong with me. And you're like, I'm there. Yeah, and I I do know that song. Yeah. There you go. And also, you know, like as you're talking about it, I'm like, right, she like, I mean, crazy that she's a songwriter, which is like Dolly Parton, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and like also like the country crossover. I didn't. Right. Pay attention to she like makes my like the the look her fa- like a picture of her makes my asshole clench. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's so it's nothing about it is subtle and nothing about her is like nuanced. I mean, it's nuanced, but nothing about her is like gray. It's so like Argh, I'm here. You look at her and you look into the face of capitalism. Yes, that's <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm honest, like I I get no sense of the desire for sex from her. Yes, 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 and that. You know, it's one thing to be asexual, like mm-hmm. um, consciously asexual, right. and you're like, this is, I don't even, honestly, I don't have any sexual friend. Right. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I'm like, I, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I get it. But like her, I'm like, she's, she's like, I can't, it scares me to it's, like picture her fucking. Well, yeah. then. Or like sucking a dick or like what? Yeah, right, you're right. It feels you, wrong. You don't it get feels a sense. Wrong. And that's it's the thing. so scary. With yeah. her, it's yeah, like yeah, you've yeah. never gotten a sense of who she really was as a person because it was so impenetrably marketed so and like so far away so that when she didn't say anything during the election, it was like, fuck, like you really are like this created very far removed thing from us and to, for right. you to have marketed yourself all along as like, I'm the girl next door and we are best friends. Feels weird for you to not have our back now. And now she's here and she kind of says she does and... I think she has seen your point about the, the sort of asexuality of her because she be singing about fucking now. She be singing about fucking now. My whole thing is during the election is, and this is what I've just said a bunch of times, is that like she was just selectively woke. It's not that she was fake woke. Mm-hmm. It's that she was selectively being like, and she was like the like the model for white feminism for a time when that was like when that little buzzword was in the conversation. Yeah, but she was like. She was like speaking out against sexual assault in this way that was like empowering. And she was like speaking as a victim of it and like cool. But then, like, for you to like not say a fucking word during Grab by the Pussy, like, insane. Rough. Insane. Right. Rough. Right. Rough. So that, that's like, what betray- it was. Betraying. Yeah, Rough. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it feels like, you know what? It's like, it wouldn't. So now she. Not, not, to, not to put the onus on a woman no, to even like and, speak on it, but like. But I do think a, that. Oh, please. You know what? It's just kind of I mean, like, but Taylor Swift, speak up. Yeah, speak, speak up. up. But and like, the, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, it's kind of like now she has been asked about why she was silent and she has an answer for it. Have you heard this? No. So she says that. This was right she after felt, the Kanye Kim fallout. So it was right after the Kanye Kim thing when they kind of like called her out for like being fake or whatever. Yeah, and everyone yeah. was calling her a snake. <laughs> and like, like it was like this weird thing where they were like, uh, Taylor Swift is a snake. Cancel Taylor. Cancel culture. And so she was very much like felt persecuted by everyone. And she saw Trump, who she <laughs> says now was, quote, weaponizing the celebrity endorsement and saying, these liberal people, look, you have Beyonce on stage and Jay-Z for Hillary. They don't care about you. You know, I care about you. Like, he was kind of really tricked lower class people and even middle class people into thinking that, you know, Hillary and Barack were clinking wine glasses in the sky and they could never know you because they're friends with Beyonce. And her excuse for not speaking up now is she saw that and thought they'll look at me and Hillary next to each other and think, look at those two nasty women. Look at those snakes. Look at those people who could never identify with me. And she didn't want to hurt the situation, which what say you about that? Mickey Mouse marketing wise, 
Genius. Genius. Yeah. Genius, actually. Gen- yes. Genius yeah. statement. Wow, terrifying. <clears throat> um, yeah, scary. I hope she goes in the right direction. Okay, I have a question I think she is. that's I think like now she is. mean and is going to be like unproductive feminism-wise. No, go. Teeth. Teeth. Do we, teeth. Do we like them? What's Taylor Swift's teeth situation? Okay, I, I think, think they're probably fucking blinding white. Oh, like, but I mean, are they fake? But no, no, no. It's almost like they rise beyond Wait, the tooth shelf. They're because I'm I'm a little underbite boy, and like it, I get I get what you're she saying. She has an overbite. No, she she doesn't have an overbite, but I think she they're not fake because what she does have is if she smiles too big, her incisors are way up here, and you're like, oh whoa, those are your real teeth, and like they're her real teeth, and I think. Which means that they're all her real teeth. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. never thought I've, about I've, Taylor Swift's teeth. I've, I've when I, them. it's like, um, I guess like I, I, do you guys read D-listed? Uh, every I now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I just like by habit, every time I want to like kill myself during like working or like yeah. escape, I go to D-listed mm-hmm. and that just, I'm always like teeth. Yeah. Uh, when Taylor Swift's, <laughs> it's a picture of her smiling and Holy she's looking shit. evil. Wow. I would say she's done a really good job of making her teeth like not something I focus yes. on whereas like in, in the past we've seen cele- certain celebrities come out and you're like okay what's up with the teeth like as in like you know Hillary Duff circa 2003 sure. where those veneers got put in and you were like okay those are absolutely huge mm-hmm. and then she's now figured it out and it's Lizzie McGuire again and we love that and we love that um, but anyway te- in ter- te- teeth in terms of Taylor I don't know we don't know I mean I, I, I'm i I'm out here saying that um just, just to like quell the truthers, like it's, it's not. They, they, I think they're her real teeth. <laughs> to quell the quell truthers, the truthers. Anyway, fuck on her for title of that. Quell, quell the truthers. Um, anything else you want to address? Um, I also okay. The other thing was um, just Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. I wanted, yes, I she like would. I don't know her, uh-huh. but I wanted to tell you like a story that once Please. A, um, Abby and I were at South by Southwest <gasps> for Broad City. But what was the deal? Jesus, what was she, out was there she for? maybe there for Fargo or something? I think so. Yeah, and. She was with Jesse Plemons. Right. Yes. And they like liked Broad City. Oh. And they were like, you know, they were so funny. They were like rowdy country kids. Yeah. And they were like drunk and they're like, oh my God. Oh my God. And I think it was like still they were like quiet about their they're hooking union. Up. Yeah. Oh. And um <laughs> it was funny. They were just Yeah. You know, drunk. And like I think I wasn't I don't like drink a ton. I right. smoke more. Yeah. So you know when you're like in that point where it's like you know, I'm like, I, I don't know. I was like, I'm not at the same level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but when someone like that says they, they like what you do, it's I was like, like uh, where do you want to go? You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, take, yeah. Me, wherever take you want. me wherever you want. And um, it was cool. We just like sat in a hotel room and, and they were like really um, like buzzed. And, I'm, wow. I've heard she's like a very cool person. Yeah. Yeah. She was really like dorky and I was like almost like rem- like in this like delicious, charming, sexy way. Yes, and yes, it was yes. almost like... Um, you know, like how cute she is in Jumanji. Right. And you're like, that's yes. my oh friend my and I have a crush on her. And uh, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, she's like so cute, but like also, she, like she's also my friend. Like if she's done she's like the back, friend. like it's still cool. You know, like <gasps> she was like really cute and um, Jesse was cool too. No, yeah. no I, like okay. cool, like I don't even have, I don't know, but that. No, that's that's great. I love that. And I'm not like, um, I think like she would love Dunstasons. I'm like, she would love that Dunstasons. would make her feel so cool and relevant because I'm like, also you guys like, like the whole narrative mm-hmm. is what I'm, yeah. getting from you about like the <laughs> we've been here since the beginning we Kirsten. have <laughs> no when you even when you say Jumanji like truly like here's the thing about Kirsten too is that in every one of her performance not only are they really good but there's like an iconic moment in mm. each every one of her performances yeah. and her iconic moment in, in, in Ju- Jumanji, Jumanji is, is 
when they're in the supermarket and the evil hunter is like looking for them, she grabs the cashier's price gun, points it in his eyes and goes, price check! Yes! And he goes, oh! Because the light has gotten his in his eyes and he, she's blinded him. And she gets away and I'm like, here, So good. And also... Can I one more? Yeah. In fact, we'll I, will, I, I, I will, I'll go around and we'll say an iconic okay, moment. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't have. I want to yeah, like. I want to feed you, and I want you to go. Okay, so can I tell you one? <laughs> Please. Have you seen Bring It On? You have. Yeah, of okay. course. Iconic oh God, toothbrushing I, scene. The toothbrushing scene. Wow. You remember? We all remember, <laughs> hon. Hon. When they're just brushing their teeth, her and Jesse Bradford. Jesse Bradford. Who, and I'm like getting wet because they're like brushing that freaking. Drink. Yes, and it was so hot. Thirteen. He was so hot at that time. He was so hot at that time. And then he became even more hot in the movie Swim Fan. Right. Which we love. And um, wait, also you can't ever forget from bringing on Miss Eliza Dushku. Miss Eliza. I was really just thinking about Eliza Dushku. Mm -hmm. Damn. Because she like talked about being like, Assaulted. Yes, she recently. And I just, I'm like, oh, baby, bring yeah, it on. Yeah. Mm. She, she's, we actually, we interviewed her at, uh, was it Tribeca? It was Tribeca. Yeah. She was so cool. She was the coolest. Did you and ask also, her about it? We didn't, did we ask about it on? we didn't ask her about bringing it on, but we were no, just like, sexual oh, assault. No, this was oh, this no, prior. This was before. This was oh. prior. But she was with her brother, and they they had like shot a documentary about something. Mm. There was some queer aspect. It wasn't to a it. documentary. It was a film. Oh, it was with, a fil- about Maplethorpe. It was Maplethorpe. That's right. Oh my god. That's- Someone didn't look at their notes. No, something about being gay. No, no, no. Yeah. So her brother like huh. wrote directed this Maplethorpe movie. Mm-hmm. She produced it. No, they both produced it. I think they both produced it. And it was um yeah. They she was so cool. It had Matt. Smith from uh, The Crown. Right. As um, Maplethorpe. And oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And, and she produced it. She yes. produced cool. it. Like, good for her. And also, what's the iconic moment in Virgin Suicides? Oh, wow. Suicide? It has been, it must be that. that Honestly, there's just a lot of iconic moments. Suicides. Of, suicide. <laughs> the Virgin like Suicide. Mom would. The Virgin Suicides. <laughs> but I'm like, is that right? I don't even know. It is right. I think she, oh my God, Is wait. she like hanging? The iconic moment is that her character's name is Lux, I think. Oh, oh wow. I think, can, we can fact check that. Wow. But anyway, can we fact check that? Kirsten's name in Virgin Suicides. Oh my gosh, you guys Rama. gotta get her on Las Culturistas. We oh. really do. She we, would... Also, Can and you it's like, imagine? honestly, I'm like, cut together the Dunstasons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we we got to make it real. Well, for here's her. the and thing. also make it like pop, pop, pop. Yeah, with like yeah, Images, yeah. and then it's like, come on, Dunstasons. Come on. If we send her a reel of every time send- we've talked about her on this podcast, <laughs> by the way, I think she might be the most, the second most, or third most talked about cultural figure on this pod after Kelly Clarkson after and Kelly. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm a Kelly Clarkson kind of girl. I like saw her like a commercial of it, like for a talk show, and I'm yeah. like, she saw Rachel Ray and was like, I, I can do that. That's me. Yeah. She's like, I'm Rachel Ray too. I'm like, I'm okay, Rachel Ray too. 100%. Go ahead. Wait, I bet she would die to have you on. Who? Kelly. Kelly. Oh my god! You should it. go on that show. Reach out. <laughs> That's I'm scared, but no. maybe. No, <laughs> I mean, she'd be so fun. I, I bet it would be so goofy. Here's my impression of Kelly Clarkson <sighs> interviewing Ilana at her show. <laughs> Oh my God, so you, that's so cool. You got to do a show with your best friend. <laughs> that is so crazy. I'm never going to see my best friend because I'm always on the road. Well, my husband's my best friend. But, oh, you know, like, I get to hang out a lot. Oh, that's cute. Okay, you're selling me on it. Yeah. So I'll like, ask her if I can be on it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, just DM her. That's so funny. My literal dream mm-hmm. is to meet her just once and not weep. Because every I literally... I, Dude, my dream is for you to meet her and weep. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh. Just, I had just an opportunity to meet her and I, I didn't take it because I got too emotional. Wait, 
I'm a, I, I, I'm for that because I'm like, you'll meet her on your time. You That's will. On She's your right time. there. Yeah. She's right there. I don't want it to be like a moment where like I, I, oh, I don't know. It, it would be a lot. Do you want it? Is, is your thing that you want to be a little not, you don't want to come at it just from an angle of fanhood. I want to be able you to. You want to be like, you want to like not be her mm. equal. <laughs> like, yeah, I you, want to be Kelly Clarkson's equal. You, you got to be, you got to be a, like a record. I would like to meet her with purpose. Right. And I would yeah. like to be measured enough. I love that. To, to be able to like tell her that she was important to me. Great. Because I was ah. a little gay boy on Long Island and when American Idol happened, it was like, um, it, was a moment. Wow. it was a moment for me because Okay, this is like this will get a little real, but I remember seeing like America fall in love with her, and it seemed like she was just being herself. And I was like, "Huh, maybe one day <laughs> I can be myself, and people will like it." Like it was very. Oh my god! It was it, like if you she's really, gonna love this when uh, yeah. when the time comes, or she'll be like, "No, no, 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 no. no. get out of here! She's gonna love this." Remember, oh, remember what she said? If so, I know Kelly, if you know Kelly, <laughs> which you I know. don't. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said... Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Who's like that for you, though? Who Have you met anyone that you've been like, oh, fuck? Like Ru- RuPaul. Yeah. RuPaul. When I met RuPaul, I was like, I feel, I, I can't even explain it. I'm like, I feel like I'm RuPaul's child. Child. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember Ru like had that VH1 show. Yep. Yes. I'm like, I just felt like, and like Ru will come back in my um culture thing later. Yeah. But yes. Ooh. Like, I'm like, I just always felt seen. I, it's so weird. Yeah. But like seen, I mean, whatever. Seen, heard by Ru. And also mm-hmm. Ru like, made me feel as a kid like the world I want to be in is out there when I finish high school and oh, yeah. leave. Wow. Yeah, and can get out of here and finally like commit oh my to God. your fantasy. And, yeah, and it's not like, I'm not like a um, black drag queen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, I was like, oh my God, that world is You're out still there. communing with the, the world through Rue. Yes, and yeah. Rue's like playfulness and invitation and mm. welcoming and mm-hmm. like, um, Thick joy. Yes. <laughs> thick joy. Thick joy. Front runner for title of a thick joy. <laughs> um, no, but for real, it, that is very it. That's where it. I'm just like, fuck, that that was and and like I'm so grateful for purpose, but it it does um in general, I'm like such a I work so much and I'm now that Broad City's over, mm-hmm. I'm like trying to make um room intentionally for real life. Abby is too. We're like, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah, yeah. Um but the purpose actually, I'm, I think it's actually so beautiful that you like for you to like meet Kelly when I go on her show for you to meet her and <laughs> yes. come with me yeah. is like to cry because I'm like, I wish I could have done that. But I was like, we got to read our lines. Um, you want to run it? You want to run it? Like yeah. the oh my purpose God. has given me the opportunity to issue like presence and processing. Oh. Yeah. And I am noticing like the limb I'm missing sure. right now. I hear that. Um, because you've been leaning too far into purpose? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and I've yeah. been so productive and I'm like, I'm a fucking productivity queen, like, mm-hmm. yeah. eat my ass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, I need some, like, space and quiet to be, like, R-word goop. I'm not yeah. gonna say the R-word into a mic, but, like, yeah, yeah, R-word yeah, yeah, yeah. goop and just, like, primordial goop. I yes. got it, I got it, I and got I, it. And I, I really need to, like, do it like intentional journey for like yeah. fucking you know what I mean yeah. like something. to to give that space for that sh- to check in with yourself and have yeah. let those moments be like real yes yeah I totally hear you yeah it's it's okay do you want to get like really real we so do do you want to get like really yes. real because like this feels like such a safe space and it I'm is. like it would be so chill to just be like present and real it's also like you know for like a gay boy on Long Island like I was just so. I would just look at Elliot, my yep. brother, for mm-hmm. culture. And I'm like, that's what culture is. That's who I am. Uh, you know, like Elliot was like my guide and like guiding light. Mm. Yeah. And it's like my journey as like a queer person yeah. is like happening through Broad City in yeah. real time. Ooh. Yes. And it wasn't like as clear as, um, you know, like Bowen, you like remind me of, my best friend, Andrew. Mm. And it's like, it was so clear for, we were like first friends in kindergarten. If you can fucking believe literally, I remember that friend for that long. Oh my God. Like 27 years of friendship. I have a, a, but also long Island, like Mm -hmm. where we have this, like we've made it 55 miles away. You know what I mean? Like it's this (laughs) small world. I have like a few of those friends, but our like journey together, you know, for boys, it's, it's so, um, 
it's so much clearer. Yeah. You're sure. like, I'm not like these other boys. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and as a girl, I'm like, I want to be the girl. I want to be like in the girl or whatever. Yeah, and it's like yeah. my journey is like opening up through Broad City and Abby too. Yeah. Look at her like queer journey through yes, absolutely. Broad City and how she shared that, you know? And like, um, it's just, what was it that I was like connecting it back to? Just that your, your um, narrative is so clear. Yeah, right. You know, and my narrative is, is clear through Broad City. Sure. But right. I'm like, I honestly want, like part of me wishes that I just met Rue, broke down and cried. But instead I was like, really lovely. And I'm like, numb. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. and wow. I, I kind of numb out when I'm like, uh, that's just like my defense mechanism. Sure, my like, body sure. does that. But yes. I think it would be like, I wish I did like cry in Rue's arms. You, you know, know I, I, I don't. It's like it's weird because it was that Oof. moment. It was that moment like before it was real. And then I wonder what would have happened had I been like in front of her or in mm-hmm, front of my mm-hmm. like hero. But um it is that thing where sometimes you feel like you're having an out of body experience when, and so you, you're not in your body. You're totally. out right. of your totally. body. When I, yeah, when I would like have like, <laughs> like nervous breakdowns in college mm-hmm. and like comedy, I would feel really like dissociative and that's how I feel now, but in a productive way. I see. Got it. And it's like, I want to like break that open. So, Wait, it's so like, what does yeah. it look like? You dissociate and then, it. and then you work or what? Well, it's even like, um, Meeting Rue. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. so th- th- we are so honored yeah. to have you on the show. I mean, beyond, like, right, I like right. grew up, like, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Did you okay. go through makeup already? Because yeah. we, we can get that to happen now. Oh my God. Yeah. Let me know. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah, this is so crazy. <laughs> let me know anything you need, and we'll say, well, we'll say yeah, yes, oh, yeah. you on set, oh and we're just going to jump into, you know, and it's like, okay, like, Shit. stop screaming. <laughs> yeah. Stop screaming, you know, and like, and then even like, I mean, I, I just like tried to like allow myself at least I can be quietly amazed yeah. for sure. Stunned, yeah. Yeah. dumb, stunned. Yeah. Like that. I But like it, it's kind of this like offshoot of like the numb thing I'm talking about. But like, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. And then I'm like, guys, guys, what we got to do is, um you know, did anybody get on? You know, like I, it's just like yeah. to be being productive to be productive. And I, I'm realizing that's also an avoidance mm-hmm. tool sure, that sure. looks really good. Yeah. And like does move things along. But like there's a different way I want to do things. I hear that. Forward. Well, there's a lot forward. of pressure also when you have someone on your <sighs> literal show. Yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. you do have you to do have, have that to thing take care where them. it's like you are sort of like there and you're like the the person like you you and like Abby were the kind of like there like you are their host. Right. And so it's, right. it's the responsibility to that but also the responsibility to yourself to be to like not have this moment pass you by and like not be right. able to tell someone like I'll be real we had Margaret Cho on this show my hero <laughs> number one number when one. i was wow. when i was like fucking on long island being gay shutting the door behind me plugging in my computer wow. and my headphones so my parents wouldn't hear me listening to this content and like um really for the first time ever like was was um wow. expounding sort of like these this humor that i didn't know why i connected to but oh, i did yeah, and i was yeah, yeah. truly young and like didn't understand like what a douche was but i knew that her doing stand up about it was funny to wow. me like didn't understand Aww. all this exclusively gay humor and then we mm. we traveled to her to have her on this podcast wow and um where where was she she was, she was upstate new york doing a, doing a show, a show yeah. and i think that upstate, it was kind of we it. just we literally it was the first time we ever traveled for anyone and, and I was, i'm also like live 
live, bitch. She's like, like upstate. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, love, love. It was, um. so literally, I was so nervous beforehand. Like, Bowen can tell you, I was like rearranging the chairs in the hotel lobby. <laughs> like, these aren't straight. <laughs> and we Aww. went up, and for her, it's just like, it was a normal fucking day because she doesn't know that. Right. But, but right. I mean, we kind of sat down, and I was like, I can like chicken out right now, or I can say, like, that you meant made such a difference to me. And I, I did say that. And I think she kind of she received re- it like, okay, yeah, cool. Thanks. But, um, <laughs> but, but How did it feel for you, but I'm happy. I did it. It satisfied yeah. the thing yeah. that you cool. I'm really happy. I did what, it. What town did you grow up in? Islip. Oh my gosh. Wait, where are you from? Uh, St. James. Okay. We were like 15 minutes away. But, yeah. And yet worlds apart. And yet worlds apart. Did you watch Strong Island? What is Strong Island? Um, it's like an extremely painful, but unbelievably <laughs> gorgeous document documentary oh my god my friend who one of my best friends who is from upstate says documentary and i've like oh. i've appropriated that <laughs> and it's you. terrible so i like had to work to say documentary documentary yeah. um, <laughs> but uh it like takes place in east islip and islip oh, wow. and it's like 15 to 18 years earlier Ugh. i have Whoa. to see it i can't believe i haven't seen but, it if but, it takes place in makes, islip and east islip make space to break open and like feel <gasps> the history of the country in your spine, oh. you know what I mean? Like enter oh your God. DNA and change it. Yeah. It's, well, it's powerful. Yeah. It's actually like, it's such an interesting place to grow up, I think, because you kind of like grow up and you're there and you think like, this is every town, man. This is like, we're, mm-hmm. we are, we're living in it and we are also like on the right side of history and this is how you live. And then you uh, kind of look at it from the outside or you look at it like a queer, from a queer <sighs> point of view and you can kind of see it. And now looking back, I'm God. like, Wow, like I really I'm 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 proud to come from there and I'm happy to come from there, but when I see sometimes like how thick the patriarchy is there. Yeah, why are you proud to come from there? Just well, curious. <laughs> I maybe I said that because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Oh. Maybe that's why I just said that. Also, Bone, where in Colorado? Aurora. So you Where that? Where that that and it's like twenty minutes outside of Denver, just the suburbs. It's truly Gotcha. This is the thing about this is the thing about Denver and this is I truly felt that when I went back last week for the show. It was a great show. It was a great crowd. I love Denver so much. Being there, like existing there, feels like you are in, for me at least, someone who's like not super outdoorsy, not super into sports or not Mm -hmm. super into like skiing and shit. I mean, I ski, whatever. Um, It feels like you are living like in purgatory. It feels... Like literal. Like literal. You're in suspension. You you do not know which direction to go in. LA's over there. New York's over there. Chicago's wow. over there. You're like, mm-hmm. where, 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 should, where should I end up? Because yeah. you guys yeah, have this wow. direct directional thing of like, well, we're 55 miles outside of New yeah. York or whatever. And it's like, you guys know where to go. Yeah. Or at least in some general sense. Was like, Absolutely. Yeah, you, yeah. Were, you were headed to yeah. the city to get out of yes. that situation. I want to qualify what one thing, <laughs> Wait. which is that I think that <laughs> this is disclaimer. Apologize, I, <laughs> break down, open up. Deconstruct. <laughs> And eventually expire. Ooh. Um, I want to say, I think that people on Long Island have big hearts, but I often think mm. that it's like they, they always mean well. And it's just, and I do think that they don't understand the sort of microaggressions and sort of things that like hurt people from a marginalized community when, when, especially when they don't know they're part of one, like coming of age there and just being on the outside of everything and not really knowing why, but knowing why I was like, I know it's not everyone's fault. It's the fault of like, sort of like a system that says to men, like you tell your wife what to do. It says, and it's like, you know, when Eminem was huge, when we were in like elementary school, middle school, high school, I'm sure. And to have that be the most prominent cultural figure in a community where 
they are t- already told and they already can view like the fact that like there's no gay people in media. There's at that time. There's you know men yell at their wives. I like, like yawn because I like can't breathe because I get excited. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And when I like miss like my like normal breath, so I'm just like yawning because I need to like gasp. The but breath you know what I'm saying. You, but you know I'm my that breath. is literally gorgeous. <laughs> I love that. I love that you can, you have the awareness of the air in your body. Yeah, <laughs> it happens so often, and people look at my mouth and flared nostrils as I like try to mask a yawn in their face, yeah. and I'm like, you know what? It's better to admit. Just explain. And like, and, and I'm gonna one day be over. It. Yeah, <laughs> but I th- but, the, the but I can literally path there yeah. is to acknowledge and no, understand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can <laughs> literally see you getting what I'm saying because it's like every and <sighs> I I can tell it's true because like when I came out of the closet to people they were so quick to love and accept me. Yeah, yeah. like I really had an easy time I, with I that. Am, what I'm really appreciating is the big hearts part. The, mm-hmm. the patriarchy be tick. The be- that like I really appreciate that. It's like we are Long Island is the first suburb. It's like the science lab for the yes. suburbs. Oh my god! Um, how long do we have? Um, it's the it, and it's the prototypical suburb. So everything there, and also New York is so such a wild place. Like it, it is as racist as it is yes. not racist. Yes, yes, it is absolutely. As woman hating and woman violent as it is feminist in a space for right. women yes. to be strong. Yes. It is as gay as it is homophobic. Yes, it's yes, so yes. insane here, and. Um, you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with Long Island, but I yeah. really appreciate the, appreciate the big hearts thing because I'm I'm picturing my best friend's parents who are Italian, voted for Trump. So I didn't grow up with Jews. I grew up with like Italian Americans yeah, and like yeah. some Very Irish people, uh-huh. and then same. also just other white people who like. And it's interesting, like Italian Americans like select when they are ethnic and when they are white, kind Absolutely. of like Jews. Right. Also, who <laughs> Jews are like. Um, they like will will cash in their like white currency, mm-hmm. their their patriarchy points, and when they want. And then other times they're like, "Do you remember the Holocaust?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No one forgets the Holocaust. <laughs> honestly, like everybody will remember. Like honestly, yeah. like <laughs> it, it, will you remember. And, and I'm like the Holocaust. Like it's not about remembering. Yeah. That is what we need. Mm-hmm. It's you know what I mean. It's like about not. It's about putting our money in the right place and like speaking up. Because it's not about the Holocaust, like that's happening right, to yeah, right, in right. our country yes. to like children, children. brown children, yep. like you know. Um, and I can picture my. I'm so close actually with my best friend's parents who voted for Trump. I love them, and mm-hmm. like I just saw them recently, and I'm like, if I, oh, like I haven't like gotten there yet, but if I talk to them about it, they would cry. They yeah. would like weep and cry and feel so bad. Mm-hmm. And it's and they are like really Catholic, and like they you know are very, they believe in something yeah. and they have huge hearts and it's, um, there's a rub. My parents, I've been like, thank God I don't have to do the, like the, the white person thing of talking to my parents at the dinner uh-huh, table. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's like, well then talk to other people's parents. Cause I have like these, I have these friends for like 25 years, mm-hmm. 27 years. And it's like, then talk, talk to Jenna's talk parents. To, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, cause they would, they would, receptive they'd mm-hmm. weep if i was talking about this to them and, and I, uh, like that big hearts element there is such a strong piece that i've been uh missing that yeah i, that that I, I think that mm. i think that is what it is and i will say um the reason why it's challenging i think to talk to people on long island like or in any suburb or so, sort of any conservative person that you care about is because when you go back to see those people you step into an atmosphere wherein historically you've been 
closeted and you've been restricted and you've been sort of cultured to shut the fuck up. And so to go back into that environment and even be the person that you are now, which is someone who speaks up, which is someone who communicates is hard because we've been classically fucking conditioned to be small in that space. It's violent. Mm-hmm. I, I always call the air of Long Island like sexually violent oh, because wow. it, is. it is. Okay, can I can I ask you a Colorado question? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, do you see this like insane like pressure that we have like around our narrative? No, mm-hmm. I absolutely. And this is the, what you're talking about with like clear narratives because I did not have a clear. Na- that's what I'm saying. Like but about Colorado, there's no clear narrative in Colorado. I know. And New York is like, I'm a, I'm the star of a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the star because like so many movies are made here and like America like we think we're the star of a fucking movie from coast to coast and like now in the middle it's like we're the stars of the movie too sure sure otherwise we're gonna let you know it's like the the divide or whatever Um, but for you guys for you guys talking about Long Island it's just very interesting because it's like I said like there is a gradient like about which you guys move towards New York You you go west Young there, man literally, like the, there is yeah. one. There's the big city. Yeah, yeah. So it's You're interesting going to hear to you talk city. about it being in the middle of the country, which mm-hmm. is like, where do you go? Because Denver ain't it. Denver ain't it. Oh my god! Can I, can I just really quickly? Can I really <laughs> well, quickly, really quickly? Oh my gosh! Please take your time. Pat and I were in Denver, um, eating an illegal pizza downtown. I wanted to show show Pat this like fun Denver burrito place, and then this, I hear, I feel this aggressive tap on my shoulder, uh-huh. and I turn around, and this before I even turn around, this girl goes. Do you remember me? <laughs> Yikes. Ah. Yikes. Yikes. No, no, no. Stem. It was it was it was fine. But then and then I looked into her <laughs> eyes and a miracle happened. I said, Brittany Colston, first and last name, came right back to me. I said, Brittany Colston, I'm, I'm, I'm using her real name. Yes. She will never listen to this. And also, thank you, God. I love and that miracle. Thank you, God. What a miracle. That was a true thank miracle. You. Thank you, brain miracle. programming. Thank you, brain programming. Human, humanity is the biggest like miracle there is. Thank you, you. Somehow. Youth. Thank you, you. Boing, Brian. 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 With a J at the end. Brian. Boing, Brian. I, and then, and then I'm like, Brittany Colston. Oh, my God. Hi. And she, I think she did not remember my name. No. <gasps> She did not remember. How could she you remember me? I don't remember, I don't remember you, you. Stupid. But then bitch. she. But then. <laughs> but then she's like, she's like, hi, how are you? We catch up, and she's doing. She's like, my boyfriend's over there. She, she's, you know, whatever. She's, she's very nice. <laughs> It's and like, then okay. I don't remember you. I have a boyfriend. He's over there. I know, tr- literally, and Pat can vouch for this. And then, oh, another Long Island queen royalty. Pat and then Regan. Pat Regan. we love that. So then I, I catch up with her, and I'm like, "How are you doing?" And she goes, "Good." She goes, "Didn't she?" She was just like, "You left Denver, right?" I was like, "Yeah, I did." I, I was like, "I'm in New York now." And she goes, "Wow," because you know the people. <laughs> she goes, "Because the people who leave." They never come back. <laughs> it was like I don't know what to say. Oh like, my god! Uh-huh. And then she, and then like bless her heart, she goes, um, "Wow, I can't believe you remember me." But like, I guess I guess Asian people have very good memory. <laughs> she did not, and that's why you leave. And ultimately, that's why you leave is because you don't say shit and like truly, that. I. And this is another miracle. This is, this is, this is, here's I have an, so much to say. Another miracle happened. I was just, I just like, was very impressed with myself at how I just was like, I just didn't laugh it off. Didn't like oh, wow. give her shit. Good for you. I was so neutral. I was like, uh-huh. well, I didn't even chuckle. I was like, mm. I just did that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. She's That's like, good. It, you know, it like becomes like I'm smelling something bad. Right. Yeah. Right. And you stink. But she would not, but she would not leave. And she just, unbelievable. She, unbelievable. And she was like, uh, obviously a white woman. No, 
So she. <laughs> this that was the twist I could never have and seen that coming. Is honestly, like this reverse Long Island racism where we think we know. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's a no. twist. Anyway, what so race is this person? She's black. But oh. she, you know, but, but she was truly <laughs> like have <laughs> good memories. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's just like she was just like she's like yeah, wow. But she was truly like the the bleak moment was like the people who leave do not come back. Oh, okay. I have like some additions. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Go. So I was a waitress at the BLT breakfast, lunch, and takeout from 14 to 18. Okay. I learned oh this. Oh my so God. Where I, was that? Um, At the St. James, at the St. James train station. Slay. Just off the like, oh, yes. a hundred yards, a hundred meters. Sorry guys. I do meters and centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> You're married to a scientist. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> from the St. James train station. Oh. And, um, and uh, so I really studied and learned. Um, mm-hmm. I got like an early master's in the socioeconomic um, structures yeah. of Long Island mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. segregated white Long Island yep, and like sure. mafia Long Island. Because oh. The, I'll just leave it there. Okay. So um, before. So Wise. I was. Yeah. yeah. So I. Because um, <laughs> you might laugh, but they can come find yeah, you. That's no. right. I'm like screaming it into that. So. Um, I was about to go to NYU, which yep. I want to talk about really yes, quick. Yes, yes, we, we must. And um, oh, you went to NYU too. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. lol, escape ticket, but also evil. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yes. two things. One was like, I was like, yeah, I got accepted into NYU. I had brought in um, Andrew Brishler, who was um, called a faggot under uh, the like owner's breaths. He was like oh, abused as a teenager. Um, by the violent masculinity uh-huh. there, I brought in another <laughs> gay best friend <laughs> who was. Um, who like was uh, safer because of how he presented, presented. Yep. Mm-hmm. and um, and this guy two things like I was telling people this is my last day whatever like I'm leaving soon and this guy was like I don't go I I I haven't been to uh, New York City in 35 years avoids the city like you know by wow. the triborough yeah, yeah, and then yeah, we'll just yeah. go north or like gets goes to Jersey I don't even know what the fuck wow, the BQE yeah. to Jer- Jersey never has to go to Manhattan sure, sure. and I'm like how you know what I mean. And then this other woman, I was remembering this the other day, Alice, who got eggs and mustard. Um, and she was like, you're going to think I'm crazy. But I, now I eat actually eggs and mustard like Alice. But she told me, when I go to NYU, don't get tainted. Don't get tainted. Oh. And that's that's what it is. And that that's the tell right there. But that's the tell, don't get tainted, is no. that's how you know. It's intense Fear. Well, they tell you that, yeah. that they mask with pride. <sighs> yes. They, they say it's like, we are from our hometown and we're proud to be and we don't need anything else. It's fear. Like she's providing safety for me, protection for me. I'm like, I feel unprotected right now. Yeah. I feel no, unsafe right, right. now. Because I don't, because I think you you actually hate me if you knew who I was. Right. Sure. right. Oh my God. Woo! And that's, and I damn. think, damn. that is another thing about fear. Shit. Fear, yeah. That's the fear in like sharing and really sort of, I always say like, I always say, it is a thing. <laughs> One of the things I always say is is um like when you come out in whatever way you come out and then you have to keep coming out, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you come out as Fuck. queer, gay, whatever right. that you are. And then you have to come out with your interests and you have to come out with your opinions. Yep. You have to come out with your experiences. And so that is hard to share with people who you who have been who you've been cultured and designed to see in certain ways because they could look at you and be like wow um either i have to confront myself and change a lot of my perceptions and ideas or i am just gonna stay being afraid of you and not understanding you and sort of 
weirdly hating you. Well, here's the thing. Queerness is never absolute. It's always like queerness is the beam of light. And then you're, you're constantly being presented different like prisms to refract. Through. Mm-hmm. So like the prism is going to be fucking Alice one day where you're, where she's like, don't let it taint you. And you're like, what does that mean? You know, it's, it's like you just, there's a thousand joys and sorrows every fucking yeah, day yeah, being a yeah. queer person where you just have to like know what to, how to respond to an Alice or a Brittany Colston yeah. or a fucking whoever, whoever in Long Island like gave you shit. I don't know. Oh my God, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> um, wait, NYU, okay, wait. Cause you, cause you were just there for a minute and then you, or no, you, you did no, the whole I went four there. years. Great. I went to, um, I did psych and child psych Love. and it was fucking sick and I'm literally like, People CIS? Are, yeah, CIS. and actually first um, GSP. GSP? Oh my oh, God, GSP. I was in GSP. Dude, GSP, that's like kids with public school education. Yeah, GSP, for real. Who oh. like aren't so smart. And I, I, honestly, that's what it was. <laughs> aren't so smart and ain't so rich. <laughs> and a lot, okay. of, a lot of Long Island people were GSP. Yeah. Or and LSP and as they called it when I was there. Liberal studies Liberal. Program. They started changing it to liberal Mine studies was, program. They're like general. General it studies program. Oh, You're just I, think, I think because they knew that general studies program like sounded shady like to the kids that I know, were in it. I was like, is my money actually going to NYU? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's where, like uh, whatever. But it was great because I, um, do you guys know Matt Stapira? He's a writer yeah, on Yeah, BuzzFeed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my, uh, one of, one of my best friends. I seriously have like best friends and I love New York for that reason. Come on. my people here. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So Matt Spears is um, my best friend and we met there. And John, I had two friends at NYU. I found mm. it extremely hard to make friends. And then I made my other best friend into you later. Mm. But that was it. I was like, I have two friends. This school's too big. It was. I, yeah. I got to go do comedy. Did you guys enter comedy while you were in college? Yes. Well, we were in. So I was in Hammercats and Bowen was in Danger Box. Wait. So we, okay. On, so go. you guys were both in Tish. No, I, I was in Tish. Tish. You were in TAS. Yeah, yeah. I was in, uh, you were in television writing. I am still yeah. jealous. I am still resentful. Well, are you really? No. JK, JK, JK. No, 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 no. I'm so grateful for how it was. Because, yeah. It's like one of those classic stories of like, did you audition and not get it? Okay, there was, no, you couldn't unless you were Tish. And I was like, I'm not even CAS, I'm GSP, bitch. And then the other thing was like, um, I like looked into, I I was just like, is there a way to transfer to Tish? I gotta be in Tish. And it was like, you had to pay like another $4,000 per class. And I was like already on eight or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck this. And then also like to just do comedy, it was dope. Yeah. I like, also, oh, yeah. I loved the, um, I love psych and shit. Yeah. Because um, I love That's therapy. That's cool. But you were, were you going up to, were you like. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people sitting away. With my Honestly, elbow. Not even it a is the mask. Mask. <laughs> mask. Yeah, the mask energy. You're just destroying the studio. <laughs> it's not. So okay. when you say like you, you started doing comedy, like that was like you went to UCB. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I mean UCB, and also like, oh my god, there used to be, oh gosh, the, the Rafifi, where you weren't. Oh, Rafifi, I, I the like, tank, like oh the yeah, tank was such places. a thing. I remember moving to New York. I was like researching. Oh, I was such a fucking idiot, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, these are the these are the spots to go to. The tank, yeah, the, the blip, tank, just yeah, I, yeah Rafifi. The tank. Like there used to be like the um whatever's happening corporate capitalism oh. gentrification wise. Like yeah. yeah, I've seen in like the pattern of. There used to be like many small right um, places to do comedy, yeah. but now there's not even like the big places to do it anymore. I know I, it's, it's wild. Yeah. It's so wild. What is happening? But like I talk like just I don't know. Being here, it's like making me feel better about having gone to NYU because you know I really like loved a post you wrote once about how NYU is like a real estate company that happens yeah. to have classes, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, which uh-huh. is one hundred percent true. Yep. And um, 
I, uh, you know, I, it, it's like a ticket that you buy from out of, out of city yep. to invest in the city. And right. if you mm. can afford it, you get to like get a foothold in the city. Big time. Yeah. And it's like something that I used to feel like so guilty about. And I guess I still do, but I'm just like, this is, that's the, that's where I was born into and what I was yeah. able to do. And that was my plan. And right. here I am. I don't know. Totally. Well, I think it's like, you have to also give yourself some credit because the fact of the matter is we were born into and raised in a system that said you go to college at 18. Mm. And so oh where do you God. go when you go to New York? You what's you I I don't know about you. I applied everywhere in the New York City area. I applied early decision to Columbia, didn't get in, but almost went on an athletic scholarship, if you can fucking believe what that, for, for cross country and track. Oh my Oof. gosh. Oof. And then I didn't get in there because I wasn't smart enough or my test scores weren't good enough, but I did get into Same. NYU through through GSP slash LSP. So I just Early to, decision? Uh, I was not. It was a regular thing. You had to thing. do it for I, one at a time. So Columbia. Yes. Okay. So I had applied early decision to Columbia, didn't get in, and then I had to, I had applied other places and then got into NYU and did that because I... I did suffer from at the time, like I want to go to a good school, mm. and they were like, you know, NYU's one of the new Ivies, <laughs> and it was, and that was what they were. They very much were saying that. Epic, epic blank, and epic so, one-eyed blank. I don't know you about you, but REM cycle just now. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Me being like closeted, try hard, like let me let me look so good in every other area of my life, so that when people find out I'm gay, they don't literally write me off. I said, let's go to NYU. It's a good school begged not begged but like sort of like with my eyes were like please to my parents like uh -huh. i swear to god this will pay off if, if uh -huh. like mm. and i did get oh some financial gosh. aid yep. ended up being an ra did everything i could to make that oh work to gosh. justify it i couldn't be an ra i like auditioned twice yeah fuck i think they could tell i really didn't want to do it and smoked a lot of weed <laughs> yeah um, yeah, so you guys did all four years. All, all four, four years. years. And okay, in your research, so you uh -huh. were already researching comedy before you came? This is this is, this is what was happening. I was going to do pre-med no matter what. Pre-med? I was, I was doing pre-med oh, no matter God. what. Just yeah, he to was like, a chemistry major. And like, oh! I, but like, the listeners know, that, know this, but I just, um, but I was going on these college tours being like, is there a comedy group here? Like, Northwestern being like, so Titanic players, when do you guys do auditions? I was like truly mm -hmm. horrid, a terrible kid. And then it was it was between UCLA and NYU, and I was researching the people in the group at NYU. I was researching Dangerbox and Hammercats. Wow. wow. I was like, I'm not a writer. I'm more of an improviser. I'm eh, not. So Hammercats wasn't even like really like, eh, no, not for me. But you had your sights but set. But my sights were set on fucking Dangerbox. Yeah, you wanted it bad. And I wanted it so bad. I think I got into that group by sheer force of will. Because oh, I, I, no. I, I, I had never Sarah acted God. or written before. That was my first audition ever. Wow. And I remember just like, I'll say, I fucking crushed yeah. the audition. <laughs> and it, was literally, yeah. it was literally Fuck because yeah. I was like, I am fighting for my life. I remember sitting on yeah. my bed crying my freshman year, closeted, horrible. And then I literally went to my computer and was like, who do I look up to most in the world? Mm. So funny. Amy Poehler. I typed in her <laughs> name, Amy Poehler. <laughs> and it's, I, it said that she was in her college improv group and she did, and mm. she was like UCB that she started it. And so I signed up for a UCB class and was like, I'm going to audition for both of these comedy groups and I'm going to get in one of them. Mm -hmm. Got cut first round of Danger Box, I'll never forgive. And then made it into Hammercats. <laughs> and then I was forgive. forgive. He, he, never he forgive. looked at me because he thinks it's my fault. I in some way I it is. I fought for you, bitch. Oh no, this is a good story. No, no, so no. So I was auditioning for the Danger Box improv group and Bowen had been in the group for one year. 
he came over to me and was like, hey, Matt, heard this is so great that you're auditioning. And I was like, yeah, I'm really excited. I took a UCB improv class over the summer. And he said, that's cute. Um, Well, I'll see you in there. I heard you're really funny, so it should be good. Honestly, did he say that's cute? Cut first round. I did not say that's cute. You're JK. That's the energy you remember? That's not the energy. He came over. Not exact words. And not even the energy. Not even the energy at all. Literally, readers. so goddamn nice If you can imagine a time when Bo and Yang and I didn't really know each other and he came over to me in an audition setting where I was the I did not give you that vibe at all no but you didn't but it but like you f- it was y- so y- funny because to now think about that now that's so funny that's so funny but you put my my pleasant interaction with you through your stupid Rube Goldberg machine in your brain and then you spit it out and said Bowen was really rude to me excuse me <laughs> what's that movie Rashomon Yes, yeah. Rashomon. It's actually rule of culture number six. What's Ra- that, that movie, movie Rashomon? Anyway, um, <laughs> I was researching people, and then I sent Anna Dresden a message on Facebook, being like, "Hi, when are the Welcome Week shows? When are we near the auditions? Fucking, like, I would love to." Oh uh, God, it's such a April, so funny. April two thousand eight. Wow. wow. Anyway. Oh my gosh. And it's like Obama's president? Bush was president. Can you even imagine? Bef- I mean, this is, this is the election. <laughs> fucking Bush fucking, era. What a fucking dumbass. I can't. Dude, we went to school Dude, like, in the Bush era for a minute. For a minute. For a hot sack. Uh, you went to fucking school in the Bush era. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 32. You guys are. 29. Are, 28. Yeah. 2000. 2012. That was our God, I'm class. like. I'm like fried, yo. No. <laughs> I, I, I have like, you know, I'm like, I love myself and all this, but like, I'm just like, uh, my, um. Oh, we're, fe- we're feeling the Gen Zers fucking nipping at our heels. Can we're you believe like, there's someone called Billie Eilish and she's very famous? Come on. She's yeah. It's wild. Fucking crazy. <laughs> she's so famous. And the oh, thing, it, it's like wild. Like when, when someone is truly 12. 2005, sorry. Yeah. It was when I entered. Yeah. Love. Yeah. So t- when someone is truly, truly young and they're huge. It's so funny. It's like, okay, I, so I'm into it because she accepted, she won Best New Artist at the VMAs and she wasn't there, even though Lizzo was between her and Lizzo. Hysterical. It's insane. Fucking Lizzo should won, but whatever. Billy, yeah, Billy won. She wasn't there, but she she sends a video message, a vertical iPhone selfie oh, video, front facing video. At? She's in her fucking car. She's like, I can't be there. I'm so sorry. I'm actually on tour in Russia. Anyway, um, <laughs> music, she goes, she go, and Pat and I laughed about this. She goes, videos and visuals have always been a huge priority for me. So thank you. <laughs> Anyway. Wait, Lizzo should have won. That sucks. Lizzo should have yeah. won. That's her but play. also, it's like Lizzo did win. Do you so know? Who gives a shit. Yeah. The moment I found, I, I discovered Lizzo. <laughs> stop! 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 The moment I discovered Lizzo was I stayed up on oh a God. Thursday to watch my episode of Broad City because it was like my, the highlight of my life. Yeah. Watch, and then you guys played um, "Let Him Say" by Lizzo in the season three premiere, and I was right. like, in that who is mo- this the whole bitch? This, the split screen montage, and I was like, who the fuck is this? I love this fucking song. Yeah. Looked her up that night. Listen to all her shit that night. And I was like, I'm obsessed. That was because of Matt, F- Matt FX. So good. An amazing. I like listened to like, I watched the videos that he would do, the features that he would do when he would like music supervise, like Broad City uh, stuff. The is best he a taste. beautiful, cool, the coolest, be- He's most the person. horniest. I'm so, this is problematic. He's so hot. So Why hot. is it problematic? It's that I'm like object, whatever, that I'm like. Bowen, just fucking let it fly, bitch. He's, <laughs> he's like, ugh, he's a sexy motherfucker who yeah. has good taste in music. Yeah. Like, sign me up. Oof, love it. Anyway. Fucking love it. Bowen, I was wondering what, Um, I'm really sorry. I wish I like uh, no. knew this, but I, I haven't watched Broad app? City in years. No, no, I know the app, but uh, what was your exact line where we're like, uh, um, excuse me, said, is there a bathroom? Excuse me, is there a bathroom? Oh my God. Is there a bathroom is there? here? Um, It's a pop-up. 
Yes. Oh, we don't have bathrooms here. We don't have bathrooms here. This is the pop-up, bitch. bitch. And then he gets handed. Ah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I just fed you your line. I know you did. Well, because I fucking, I blocked it out too. I was so like, fucking funny. I was, that was so like, oh, God, that was the best so day of my life. That was, yeah, that was so funny. And also it was, um, just such a pleasure to receive your audition. Oh, come on. And then Lucia wow. came up to me and she was like, I fucking love Lucia. She was like, who are you? I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? Lucia's so the best, the cool. best. Literally the, best. the hottest, coolest couple. Yeah. The hottest, coolest. We had them on the show and I was looking at them like, mm. <laughs> they're so sexy and cool. They're so funny. It's so wild how funny they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's good to have people in your life that you're like close to and also you think are fucking rad. It's yeah. great. Come on. And I just fed you your line, bitch. Because I, I'm sorry, a fan sorry. of yours. Come on. Okay, Lana, we, 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 let's ask the let's question. Let's ask the damn question because literally, I, let's ask. And we got a little preview of what it might be. But, Alana, what is the culture that made you say culture, culture is was for, me. for me? Okay, two parter. Um, we love that. Um, the Love Shack video. Oh! <gasps> Wow. <laughs> You're making a face look oh right. Because I was like God. such a little kid watching it on VH1 and was like, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah. And the nanny. The nanny. the nanny. Hello. Listen to me. Hello. Wow, Fran. Come on. That is iconic culture. Talk about someone who gave an iconic forever performance and like. That will stand the test Did of time. Did she ever do Broad City? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, she played Susie Usman's sister. You right. gotta be kidding. Oh Dude, God. I directed them. I lost oh. my mind. And that was a moment where like I had to be like contained or whatever, but I I was like, I did say to them, I was like, guys, like Abby and I, it was like, before, you know, just between takes, I was like, Abby and I are like standing on your shoulders. Mm. You have built like the, you have paved the path. Like Absolutely. you've done the like blood, sweat and tears of like paving the path. Like the only reason I'm, able to do this today is because of you and like thank you and it was like so it was so sweet and delicious Ugh. that is oh a moment God. of stepping out of it and 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 giving them that and, and being yeah. like and being and giving present in that, that moment and like knowing what you are exactly what you're like saying to, and communicating to this person who means so much to you wow and and like Susie too and like their energy like that female energy like mm. damn just like knocked us over yeah. we all were it was like so magical to for <laughs> for them to be together. Every time Susie Esmond would come on set would be uh, everyone's favorite day of the season. Wow. Genius. First of all, the most genius casting so ever. So good, y'all. Since the web series, we were like, that's gonna be better. Ah! Yeah. You two together. Oh, Dude, yeah. and she literally like is my, it's like I came out of her comedy pussy. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, I was laughing the other day. She, she'll never hear this, so it's like fine. I was laughing the other day. She, she, you know how like our mothers, and maybe it's not as true for mothers to sons, mm -hmm, but I'm mm -hmm. sure it fucking is. And Probably. it is because I don't know if Say Elliot it. said this. Like mothers like appro <laughs> appropriate their. <laughs> I'm such a fucking nerd. Mothers like appropriate their, their children's um, experience as their own. Yeah. Oh, And yeah, it's yeah. like we share consciousness and it's like, honestly, mom, I don't think we do. But then I'm like. You know what? I would think that if I were someone's mother, yes. I'd be like, I know yeah. exactly what you're feeling yeah. every moment that you feel it. <laughs> yeah. I feel it in my body as yeah. you experience it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, like my my mom, Sandy, does that all the fucking time. Elliot has this like perfect story of uh, her. Oh, gosh, I hope he's OK with me saying this. He will hear this. Is that <laughs> hi, she Elliot. said to him. Um, hi, Elliot. That my mom said to him, our hair is thinning. <gasps> our hair is thinning. I love Elliot that. was like, mom. <laughs> 
I'm going to fucking kill you, whatever. <laughs> and Susie does this to me. Really? Where, where, like, I've been wearing my, I've been doing, like, a new do where I, like, slick my hair back with this, like, um, spray leave-in conditioner yeah. as well as hairspray. And then Incredible. do, like, a little bun. And yeah. it's, like, kind of like Vic to Victoria or something. <laughs> yeah, we love. <laughs> Don't know whether it's morning or night. I love that movie. We're familiar. Um, and I saw Susie, and she was, like, I did my hair like that in the summers. It's easier in the summers. Wow. We, we do our hair like that. Like she, <laughs> she we do. like uh, shares our experience in a way that we like are, uh, we're just, Fuck. it says though she is my mother. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's, her, her tits and like her body, like it's just, it's so weird. Yeah. My mom doesn't have curly hair. My mom has small tits. Yeah. And like Susie's, Got but Susie's got big, big tits big and curly hair. <laughs> and curly hair. Wow. Like, it's it's interesting. It's uh, That is so well. And also, the thing about Susie is what <sighs> I really appreciate about her as a performer is how <sighs> unbridled it is. You know what I mean? She is right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, she, it is... And maybe it's maybe it's maybe it is like the, an improv thing where it's like or on Curb Your Enthusiasm, like she's able to be so like alive because it's truly coming out of her. But what I've always been so impressed with with her is like there's just this kind of like very vivid, alive, emotional um, sort of drive that comes from her, which I really appreciate because I'm sure she got told a lot like bring it down, bring it down, yeah. bring it down. Yeah. And when someone is just like really fucking alive on camera and on stage and et cetera. I, I really appreciate Elliot that. Elliot found this insanely delicious archival footage of her doing like some at like the improv archive mm -hmm. footage of the improv uh -huh, or something, uh -huh. but her doing stand up when she was like 28 and she is like so cute and hot and cool and mm. it's dope. Wow. I mean, but, She's but, but her, but you two together is, is like a magical thing that like is not just it, it's not just about you two being like talented or professional. It's it's just you two together is like mm. a force where it's like oh my god. Like I think was it the first episode she was in where you guys go purse shopping and you guys yeah. go uh, like after the van and then like oh yeah and then Abby calls you telling you she's about to get she's about to peg and then you like oh go my god up on the fucking wall and twerk yeah Alana you're like mom I'm on the phone <laughs> so that but, like, that, was that, that that for me defining watching that at home I was <gasps> like. This is perfect, perfect mother daughter casting, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like for what it, for like what for two fun characters, no one's like in like no one's endangering the other in this relationship on screen. Mm -hmm. Like it's oh my god, it's beautiful. Anyway, Lived I have to say that. I have Thank to say you. that. I do want I want to ask about um uh the just doing the finale in the last season and like where you guys are at now. So like obviously you and Abby are incredibly close. Like BFF. That's that's no way. Um, when I was watching that finale, I was like, it, it just felt so vivid and real, like the emotions and everything. Like, so now you're obviously not like seeing each other as much, as much, as much because you're not like in a direct working space. But like, what's it been like trying to like, or what is it like now? It feels sad. Yeah. You know, it feels sad. He's about to, he's leaving. He's going to LA. And so it's like, what are we going to do? When I was watching it, I was just like, oh man, that is such a moment of like the change. Are you going f just what? For work and for like my life and stuff. But like I was just really right, identifying. I was identifying with the show because it was like, wow, this like happens. Yeah. And, and Abby um, has a place in LA too and mm -hmm. lives there too. And it's, it's sad. There's like an emptiness. Mm. Um, you know, we like chose for the show to end. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and it is really right, like what you're describing, right, the yeah. rightness of mm -hmm. stuff um, and how you have to 
do stuff even though it's hard and that's yeah. like the joke of life because it like doesn't even like feel good. You're like, what? But it's like, that's not even what it's about or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's correct. It's But it's correct. Know, yeah, yeah. And um, it's sad and hard. And like we are, Abby really feels like, I was saying this last night actually, um, I was with her at Lugerfest. Mm. Oh. And uh, <laughs> she was, um, I was saying like, Abby's my sister and I feel like our genes have, I mean, it's not that far off because we're both Ashkenazi Jews, <laughs> but I feel like our genes have like changed Vibrating on the so same, that yeah. we're sisters. Oh, like wow. she feels like my sister. Yeah. And um, so it doesn't feel like, you know, she's like, we're not less available to each other, right. but like we are moving on in our lives, mm -hmm. you know, and we're producing stuff together, um, stuff I'm fucking excited about. Yeah. And we created one show together mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. we're fucking bosses and yeah. like taught each other how to run huge businesses mm -hmm. you know like i think about like how much money is like put forth for someone rather than i wish i had all that money but <laughs> it's like how much money have we like gotten to our name it's like oh. we've you know the series of broad city that the budget that we earned by the like selling that content and that art it's like we ran like a huge business for together. years and years Incredible. and years. I mean, Paul and Lucia said this when they were on, they were like, we just had to teach ourselves. No one was really like handing over the keys or anything or telling us what to do. Like you guys were like the most like self-starting sort of unit. It, feel, it felt like, and like, at least in like our little world where, where it was just like, Oh, well look at what they're doing. Like, let, mm -hmm. like, let's let this be a model. Like, and I and we told them like all these new, like these great new shows, like we were saying like, like the Pen Fifteens and like the other like two hander like comedies of sitcoms of the world that are popping up now that are so good. It's like I think like, and there's a huge. It's a huge. It's it's just like a you know it's it's it it couldn't have really happened. I'm not saying that like you know they wouldn't exist, but I'm saying like they. But everything matters when when it's never when it hasn't been done before. All those little steps. It like, was shown. That all it matters. was shown to be viable through Broad City. So so viable yeah. that it was just like well great like that's this works we know this works now like if there were a chapter of a textbook that is like shows like this like your show would be like a huge part of that and that's something to be so proud of and Thank what you. i'm really what i really love about it is how it kept its integrity the whole mm. time and it kept the soul of who who you guys were and who what the even the web series was and what the show mm. was and kept you kept that the whole time and that's that had to that? be oh my god hard especially when you become the new fucking cool show and like people are talking about it and you know it's it's hard to keep seeing it the way you see it yeah i would imagine abby's so smart mm. she is just so smart in the way she and she's such she really like taught me how to be an artist she mm -hmm. went to art school and i was like what is that like <laughs> i i'm such a like yeah. you know i i i'm just such a i don't know like <laughs> sort of more low <laughs> mindset <laughs> you know what I mean like I'm I'm I have that accessible quality because I'm like fucking dumb too no. you know what I mean like no I see you I truly see you because he, he you are Abby. I tell you yes, all the time and, I'm like, and Abby is so elevated and like um you know like she's just so smart and elevated and mm -hmm. um she's really good at that integrity thing and and shaping that because I I'm so open and uh I, and like giving, you know, and mm -hmm. she's um, has like stronger boundaries, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's no, um, she's I, just so smart. And, I hear what you're saying. And Paul and Lucia, what's funny is that like, as you know, your creative partner like becomes your husband, wife. 
I was the husband in, I'm the husband with Abby <laughs> yeah. and she's the wife. And, and I'm like, Oh Jesus, I got to like, please my wife. Oh God. Is she gonna be pissed at me? You know what I mean? It's like, I, that's yeah. my like, like that's my like butch little like fucking mask. Like I'm like, I'm like, how <laughs> yeah. can I, Oh, I, I, can I do something for you? Sweetie? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and Paul and Lucia were, I don't, I don't, I can't gender it, but they were the partner. Yeah. Yes. They were the part unit partner to our unit partner. Wow. You know? And like the fact that they're romantically together also was a helpful it's just helpful because it's like, right. at least we're not fucking slash. <laughs> yeah. I wish we could just fuck to release the tension. You know what I mean? So there was just yeah, like yeah, a yeah. helpful. It was so yeah. magical. Wow. And um, it's an experience with one other person that you can that no one understands. But right. You. Do you guys yeah. um trip on shrooms yeah. and acid? We tripped once on acid. I've Together? Done it, I've done Together. it three times. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I um I've done like some trips on shrooms. Um, Probably like. 10 or under mm-hmm. great but um i like really am overdue for one the last one it was in la and it was like not cool not, yeah not good place that ain't the for city me. for it no it ain't no and um my <laughs> my uh another one of my best friends the one at the end of nyu where i was like oh my gosh you can still make friends at college yeah. uh, my oh, best friend inti yeah. uh lives in san francisco he met me in la we take shrooms on a lift up to a like ma- a <gasps> hike yeah mountain. yeah huge as a lift as we're getting to the hike we're losing service and we're like, how are we going to get back? Oh my God. And it was just, obviously it was a, it, it was a horrible yeah. wow. trip and an ICM entertainment lawyer ended, ended up giving oh us a ride home. My. Where was this? In, in San Francisco? <laughs> no, in LA. In LA. Oh and it's God. like, oh I can't God. be tripping in LA. No, I'm, no, I'm no, a New no, York no, girl no, no, and no, I can't no. be tripping there. Or if I am, I know who has to do it. Uh, yeah. who has mm-hmm. to guide me I have mm-hmm. like a, and I should yes. so we're li- I, an ICM entertainment lawyer had to give us a, lo- a ride home and I had to tell him we're tripping he was like wow shitty I've heard, I've heard you know what I mean and like and um, I've heard of it and it's like bitch you should fucking you should know every fucking episode yes. bitch you yeah. should. it's your job and also I take on too much I've responsibility in general and take on too many uh, other people's experiences yes, 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 to, yes, I'm yeah. uh, empathetic to a, a fault oh my god literally and I'm like going through yeah. a thing and um, I'm like recognizing and uh so I took the front seat and Inti took the back seat and it was not cool. Mm. He and like I was forced into a hug that I didn't want to give and I had a terrible trip and that was January 2018. So I'm like overdue for like a really good but really strong mind losing trip. Me too. To break open and then like come back together because also all the pieces are scattered. Scattered. I, for Ugh. me, I, I, mean, I need I need yeah. my I need for my brain to be an egg again, like to, to be broken open. I yeah, I because I because I did shrooms last week at a party. Oh my gosh! But it, it just felt like Molly. It was just like oh, I'm just yeah, having a yeah. time. I, I wasn't thinking about anything. No, I need to do it ritualistically. I've had so much loss yes. this year, and like mm. I don't. Um, well, kind of like the same thing with the handbook you were talking about that poem right. that you were talking about the Broad City. I'm like finding that about. I'm feeling that about adulthood yeah. right now, uh, yeah. like yeah, this yeah, new yeah. adulthood that the world is different. Nobody can tell us. Nobody knows how it is to be uh, 28, 29, 32 in 2019. Because it doesn't, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, uh, oh, you're so right. So, I, will say, I thought about that a lot. I'm like, what am I, what's the model here? Like, what's the mental, mm-hmm. what's the plan? And we're like writing it for the future and then they rewrite it when it happens. But I honestly think that. Uh, psychedelic journeys are a part of it. I think so too because yeah. I, my trip came last year at the ex- my first acid trip came at the exact right time. I yeah. truly I, I had a breakthrough. I called you the next day and I was like, "Hey, all the shit that we've been going through the last however many months, gone, done." It was a switch. It was a switch that flipped in my brain, and then I did it again in October, and it was fine. But I, it's been like a year now, and like I've the pieces feel scattered for me, honestly, right now. I'm just like, what am I? 
Have you been taking stock or are they just, are you just like fuck scattered? It's been fuck scattered. The mm-hmm. last four days have been me taking stock and it's felt so much better already, but I'm still like, there's still, I will like, this will slip through my fingers again, especially like once mm. fucking work starts and stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I need to come back. I need to be recentered. I'm about to experience a huge monumental loss. And I know that's like, that's like a lot to like put on this on Is you right now. Be that big but I'm just like, well, whatever. And <laughs> it's just, I need to, I need to like be set right in some way. I not think, that, not, and not to put this narrative, not to put this thing on drug use to be like, it'll, it'll fix me. No, but and like, it's not drug use. This is actual like human experience. Yeah, I like, would, this I is would part agree. of the human experience, like pre patriarchy. Yeah. Great. You I, know? I think that we yeah. just, as like, and this is the thing is like, as a culture, we need to just like, and I think that this is happening with like our generation and the generations that are incoming. It's like we just need to shift our focus away from these being these like dangerous or like to me they've been so helpful. Like mm. I the first time I took acid, I it was like um such it was the most emotional day of my life. And it was just like I re- and it and you know what? Since then, it has reconnected me with my emotions in a way Mm. where I'm just like so much happier now that I can say I'm an emotional person. I have access to my emotions Mm. in a way that like I didn't realize how trained I was to ignore them and to be kind of like Mm. a machine and stuff. And now I can really say like my emotions are a strength of mine. And it really just made me realize so much about myself. I, I reconnected with the fact that I'm a very physical person. You know, like hello, athletic scholarship. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who, what other comedian do you know who was uh, oh my God. even no negotiating clue. an athletic scholarship? Can you believe? <laughs> no, but that was, but but not to be real though. That was like a part of me. Like, I remember, like we we were upstate when we did it, and I remember I I just ran. And I was like, wow, it feels good to run and feel the air in my lungs. Mm. This was something that I forgot. And so it was incredibly helpful for me. Like I don't. And, and, you know, I also think it's about, it's a lot about atmosphere and it's a lot about where you are in your life because it's like, I I will, that's only going to be something that I do if I feel like I'm in the right zone and I feel like I need it for something that I can't figure out on my own because it has truly unlocked things for me that I was like, that's what it was. And it was right here the whole time, but I just needed to clear my head a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so that's like, um. That's been where I'm at with it. What does weed do for you now? Or is it just a part of your life or does it still kind of, does it chill you out? Like, um, I always like, um, I always say, something I always say is, no. Something I always say. <laughs> I'm going to be cracking myself up, <laughs> repeating your fucking joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I, I, it always cracks me up how I smoke weed and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm high. And then I'm like, wait, I've heard you say this before. And then I'm like, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You smoke, and then there's that period of intense paranoia moment. and fear, and then you're fine. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's. I think it's like still remains this like funny little friend, this yeah. like silly little bitch who like makes me nervous, makes me yeah. confront shit, and then yeah. she chills with me as we giggle about like mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you start? Did you get really that. into it? Like because culturally, like people around you were really into My, it. Or I had you, a really kind first boyfriend Mm -hmm. in high school who um, was the person that I learned about my thalic symbols, penis and blunts. Uh And um, it was like the first time I was doing anything. I was a very like very nervous kid and didn't, Uh and was like a late bloomer in like that way, in that way, sexually and um, (laughs) confused. (laughs) And um, then also we, I mean, we smoked like 
uh, Zach Britman. He was a great Zach. fucking boyfriend. Such yeah. such a good boy. And um, he smoked so much. It was like dangerous mm-hmm. for sure. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> dangerous for others as we drove oh. blazed out of our minds. Yeah. And, and children. I mean, children driving as oh, though, yeah. you know, I 25 is when your brain stops growing and changing. Uh-huh. Mm. But before then, I'm like, you're actually like mushroom tripping all the time. Yeah. Right. It, it's it's yeah. so like, so, wow. so I can't, I wish I could get higher. And that's why I need to be doing psychedelics uh-huh. uh, more regularly. Yeah. But weed is my like friend and a big yeah. part of my marriage. Really? I love that. Huge. So Huge. it's like, I, I, I love her. It's been so interesting watching my parents kind of accept the fact that I smoke weed. Like my, my parents listen to the podcast sometimes and we t- did talk about taking LSD and my mom called me and she was like, I don't think you need to be doing that shit. And I was like, <laughs> this is a difference of opinion. Yeah. Actually, like it's, it's, I'm able to be an adult and make my own decisions about this. I don't think anyone needs to do it. Do whatever the fuck you want. I just don't think we need to villainize it. But it's been so interesting watching them accept the fact that it is something marijuana that helps me and that I'm functional with. And in fact, more creative and productive sometimes when I do it. And I just think it's like, it's that generational thing, right? It's that like sort of suburban Long Island thing where it's like, or whatever, wherever you're from, where it's just been fed to the generation above us that this is something to fear. And it's also so baby boomer culture and so get ready, dominator culture versus Mm -hmm. partnership culture. Dominator culture encompasses rape culture, slave culture, you know systematic whatever it is so dominator culture also to be like I feel this way thus I dictate your experience yeah yeah yeah. I don't like I don't want to get an abortion so you can't have one I don't want to do LSD so you shouldn't it's like I mean I guess it's scary if it's your kid but it's like ask questions don't talk at me oh right ask right. me what it's like and it's just it's, exactly and it's just it's kind of like a um so it's just a misunderstanding it's a generational sort of just gap where it's like and it's interesting to be in the place where but it's I'm like, like no, well it's we're, not. we are people were tripping their balls off right, right. from government like doctors were tripping their balls off from government acid starting yeah, in the yeah, 60s yeah, like it's yeah. not i'm like you guys should have been the pioneers it's also parents, I, you think, know what I, mean? I think it's a little bit of like my mother was like a bartender in New York City in the eighties. So it's wow. like I don't she probably has seen fucking she probably has like seen shit that she's like <laughs> like sometimes I'll be doing or like or in an exp- in a situation or experience where I'm like if I ever have children and I find out they're doing this I'm gonna flip out yeah I'm gonna kill them yeah I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna literally end their life upside the fucking head <laughs> because 100%. this is so irresponsible for me to be doing and so like what I am I gonna do be mad at her I need to like give my kids some like um, whatever some issue to like work out sexually in their teens like, yeah I was truly enough. I need to fuck my ki- I always wonder that I'm like how am I gonna fuck my child up oh my god like what mistake am I gonna if I even have a kid now it's insane to think of that I think there probably is a right way to just punitively like bear down on your children enough for them to still be well adjusted. I like, yeah. like I like sort of pointing into a kid's chest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and poking as sharply and deep, like almost until it bruises. Yeah. And oh then just like <laughs> letting that be. I used to babysit a lot and I'm like really like a string babysitter. I like to but sort I of do bruise. poke the kids until they bruise. <laughs> um, okay, so this is insane, but we do have to do I Don't Think So, Honey. I could fucking sit here for I could, literally I talk hours and talk. Hours. You have to come back. Um, I would love to come back. I would love to be back. a Reunion episode. You have yes. to. Oh my god! <laughs> the thing is, like, you say things like reunion, and you say things like, like, this is going to be a monumental change. It's not. I'm going to be back all the time. I'm like literally keeping my apartment here. People Which, have been messaging me, being like, "What's going to happen to the pod?" You guys, nothing. Nothing. It's going to stay the same. Nothing. 
Okay. Okay. Well, just thought, thought I would say that. But let's do I Don't Think So Honey. This is our one minute to rail against something in pop culture that, let me tell you something, mm. needs to be railed against. Come we need on. to dress it down as something we hate in pop culture or life. And I do have something that's been really bothering me. Okay. All right. This is um, Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey. It's like confirmed that aliens are real. No. Uh, I will not have this. It's like there's enough horrors in the world. You oh. don't need to confirm my literal number one my childhood God. fear with this Area 51 garbage. I don't think so, honey. Every article I see that are like, guess what? Yes, UFOs are in the sky. Yes, we can confirm it. Also, I don't think so, honey, that if this is true, I guess we're like breezing over it. Talk about other things. This feels like an existential threat a la climate change. Let's discuss it. So I don't think so, honey. Aliens in the sky, Ah. get truly away from me. If you're advanced enough to like be in the sky around us, that means you probably have a fine planet. Go there or find something else if you are more advanced. Like this is not the zone. Also, I don't think so, honey, that you want to be here. 15 seconds. You, you do not want to come to Earth right now, truly. Like, there's probably so many other things that you can be doing than coming to Earth because yeah. Earth, I don't think so, honey, right now. You are truly yeah, on yeah. fire. Five seconds. You have bad leaders worldwide. Get somewhere else, aliens. I don't think so, honey. And also, you probably look just as gross as you do in media, popular media. And that's one minute. Yeah, aliens, Um, <sighs> we're in the middle of something right now. Get Please away. Come back Go. later. But what about help? I just, I do you think that aliens have benevolently come here? Honestly, I'm like, what if they're like, (laughs) and they just send a ring of energy that heals? Okay, so you rather than like coming down and like fucking us, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Did I guess like that's the thing? And also, I'm like, like, I honestly, I'm like, if we needed to be fucked in all free holes or whatever to learn, yes, I'm just like, if they if they could help. Yeah, if they could but help. Obviously, I don't want them to come here and like ruin everything. But, but the uh, we're the, not. The theorists. I don't know. The theorists say <sighs> that there's like there's like category one, two, three, four. I think they're they're called categories. But like for an alien to be advanced, for an alien civilization to be advanced enough to come to Earth, that would mean that they are advanced enough to like harness like the energy of stars and they would probably want to like rough and tough they would probably want to like (laughs) destroy us so they could harness the energy of our sun to power their their galaxy so you're saying they would only come here to kill us to kill us yeah there's a very slim slim chance that they would come here to be like hey what's up well because think about human nature like (laughs) you Yeah, we yeah, yeah. have historically only gone places to take them over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know, but I'm like, that's like, I'm sorry, like white male Viking nature. Yeah, right, 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 is right, that, right. Is that every nature? Is that it the might nature? Not be every nature. You're that's right. It, right. Interesting it, point. Because I'm like, I try to distinguish humanity from the patriarchy. Thank you, thank you. But we're You're not talking. So welcome, but we are I not, dis- we're not discussing humanity, too. though. Right. We are in fact discussing something right. very other, and so I think the rules right. may true. not apply. We uh-huh. could be dealing with an arrival situation where wow, they come, yeah. and the way they think and talk is like non-linear, and then we have to figure that shit out. Fucking get Amy and Adams on the line, bitch, what, because I can't be me. What did the aliens in Arrival want again? They just wanted to like they wanted a, a, a gene or something. They wanted to. They wanted uh, something. They want. They needed something, and then they they had to leave. Yeah, it was, I wow. forget exactly what happened. All I know is I was weeping at the end of Arrival. I fucking loved Arrival. stoned? I think I was stoned when I saw Arrival. I don't know if I was stoned. I think I went stone cold sober and like just, I was high on like Amy's performance. Yeah. Wow. wow. It's actually real culture number 14. I, I was, was high, high on Amy's, Amy's performance. performance. <laughs> now. That's my thing. I don't like aliens. I don't <laughs> like it. It's not going to be a thing I get over either. Like my fear of flying. It's, it's, I don't like them because mm-hmm. you can't predict them. You can't. That's true. It's not humanity. It's right. not humanity. I appreciate, I appreciate that. It's actually rule of culture number 88. 
Aliens? <laughs> it's not, not humanity. humanity. Thank you. This is going to be Bowen Yang's. I don't oh, think so, honey. Do we know? we okay, need his great. face ID so that cool. I can unlock what is his phone. <laughs> um, okay. okay so this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey and he will start right now um, I Don't Think So Honey um, jewelry I think oh. I looked at my rings and said jewelry no here's the thing jewelry you cost too much and I lose you all the damn time Ugh. and um, speaking of jewelry my jewel <laughs> I lose my jewel all the damn time, wow. you guys. This I'm, I'm I'm really just 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 grasping at straws right now. <laughs> but I think my jewel actually no. This is the bad thing about jewel. My I I had a friend. Her name is Nora Lum. Aquafina <laughs> says, "Bowen, you should you should jewel because um you're gonna wake up and uh, you're gonna get dry mouth and um if you're if you're quitting cigarettes, then the jewel is gonna actually like." coat your esophagus or your air your trachea with like she's right with worse shit mm-hmm. and then she said that and then she took a pull from her what jewel <gasps> she's jeweling but she can't break out of Five the cycle seconds. Nora I'm sorry I'm putting you on blast but you know you're you're, you're getting me word but you can't That's tell one me, minute don't berate me I gotta berate you back okay so that became an I don't think so honey, honey about uh, Nora Lum aka Aquafina which I hope you're okay with I'm she okay with her colleague she's she she and I are going through the same struggle I'm gonna I'm trying to break out of break from the chain of of Jewel and just um, let her know when I'm on the other side hey it's possible come with come with come with okay I'm gonna add to that that my husband David my man partner David Uh um, I also want him to stop fucking jeweling yeah but we are a partnership culture couple Mm -hmm. and I don't want to tell him what to do with his body you don't you're not a dominator culture couple Uh, no and his his partner Hao Tian that he does science with yes um, David they went to China to like whatever talk to like um, freaking like people with Chinese people with money for science stuff yeah and um David couldn't bring weed and he was like very nervous oh, and he yeah. like picked up the freaking jewel and he's like telling me that he like needs it at this time and it's I'm like dude I'm gonna smack you up yeah. he's yeah. about to go and he's, and he's nervous about not being able no, to smoke weed he, already, he went he, th- that's what happened Got it. and I'm like how Tian and David stop jeweling yeah, if the kids like died they're having mysterious lung illnesses I'm literally like go back to cigarettes it looks cooler cigarettes. yeah you're right it does look cooler and Honestly, then you get like a yeah. cold and you get sick and you're like oh god I shouldn't. You know what I mean? It's now I've, all my I'm friends actu- that do it. It's I'm actually crazy. nervous about weed vapes. I'm kind of just going back to flour. I'm like, wow, fuck the shit. Like, I love to smoke like flour. I like to smoke a bowl. I, I, Same. I, my, the guy that I'm dating now, he he smokes joints all the time. That's my shit. My, and the vapes, I'll say this. I like that I can have it on the go and it's like more inconspicuous. They're, they're faster but, acting. But, and they're faster acting. I feel high immediately. Well, mm, for me, I don't know. But I... It's weirder on my throat. It's mm. I, I feel yes. my like lungs having a Same. more difficult time. Yeah, and also yep, yep, like yep, yep, this yep. is a little bit weird, but like when I smoke a vape, like difficult for me to get horny on that. Whoa, oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's like huh. it's 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 been something I've I've observed. That's like, so cool to me that that is clear enough for you. I love that. I love male sexuality. For, it it is it is clear. <laughs> it is clear for me in this moment. It, could, it might not be true ultimately. Matt's but, narratives like, are so that's clear. Really, All yeah, around. that's really interesting. Here in my body. Okay, it's time. Okay, Alana Glazer. Okay, I have like a really dark one. Talk about bleak but true. I'm like, what is my comedy? That's your narrative. This is Alana Glazer's I Don't Think So Honey. Your time starts now. Okay, I don't think so, honey. Jeffrey Epstein, you think you can die out of all these accusations? Bitch, you raped kids and you 
you had the Lolita Jet. I, I'm like, uh-huh. where does billions come from? I can't even like read that shit because I'm like, I already fucking uh, know. Yep. I know. And you're the way you made money was by sex trafficking children to the 100%. richest men in the world. <sighs> you can't die out of this because you know no. what? We have a sexual predator, a proud sexual predator in office. And that's why the rise of Me Too, that's why the takedown of Harvey Weinstein, oh. that's why this shit is like popping off, uh, you know, now. Yes. And um, I like always say, LOL, that like we're popping a pimple right now because I can't think that this is the end. No. I actually think it's the beginning. Yeah, Ooh. I agree. <sighs> and I like need optimism or else I get morbidly depressed. And I'm yeah. like, Actually, Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein's death, seconds. his body doesn't matter. The energy that he like put on this planet will not be forgotten. Yes, We're yes, going to yes. learn from it. You can't die out of this shit. Yes. No! And like your brother's like, he's not going to keep his money. Five Trump's going to be told. Clinton's going to be told. Everybody like, yes, who, like rode yes. the jet. It's not a coincidence. It's not something you didn't realize. You knew it was fucking creepy. You can't die out of this. Wow. And that's one minute. <laughs> yes. <sighs> fuck him, man. Put Bill Clinton in jail, honestly, at 100%. this point. 100%. I'm anyway, like, fuck it, you. Eat my ass, dude. Go to jail. End. Go, go, it's go, go. It's gotta end. Because guess what? If 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 he's gonna be like a sea change for everyone, like, he is pictured on that fucking plane with underage girls. I'm sorry. Prince Andrew, I'm like, she's like, come out oh. about it, dude. I'm like, actually, just you say it. I don't care about Juifri uh, or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I actually don't care about Prince Andrew's, like, whatever he has to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just tell me everything. Because, like, just, just say everything. Trump is... It's unbelievable how unbelievable. much footage we have. There is no doubt. Can there I say this? No doubt. There's, he no fucked doubt. all those kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they fucked kids. And I'm like, a 16 year old's a kid. Yeah, that's a, a child. A child. And you know what? This is what I love too. The um the new American Crime Story that's going to be about the Lewinsky scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know what I think is fucking genius is casting Beanie, Beanie. in that part because yep. now people will understand that, that was Monica Lewinsky girl. was young. She was young and she was preyed upon and people were like, Beanie is Monica? Wow, she's so young. It makes yeah, perfect it's sense. It's because she, Monica was young and taken advantage of and this entire country and the world laughed and they made it about her and Hillary and... The fact that he, you know, he never answered for that really. And the fact that there's even more women. Yeah. Goddamn right. We're going to watch Beanie portray Monica Lewinsky because she was young, too young. And I, and like, I'm just like Lolita Jet. Like, that's what they called it. Disgusting. um, I'm just like, stop haunting me, Jeffrey Epstein. Go fuck yourself. And you know what? Like, David was saying, I, I was like, we were like talking about it and he was like, you know what? It's less trash on the earth. Yeah. And like, we don't need his fucking sure. body to like uncover what this means systematically. So don't think that you can like get out of it. No. And also people are like, he was murdered, allegedly suicide. No. I'm like, I, whatever it was, I believe that he would happily kill himself yep, to, to escape. Protre- protect the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. That was his number one. That was like purely like him, like not wanting to answer for anything and yeah. not, and like wanting to take this knowledge that he has up here with him. I, I, Yes, and oh my gosh, our improv background. Oh my God. Yes, and I think he was, he would happily like slit his throat to suck the dick of the patriarchy. Like, he thinks he's like a, a like noble warrior. Yes. Yeah. Is kind of what I think. Oh my where God. He's, where he's like, we, it was our, he thought it, I think he thinks it was his right to, <gasps> to do ooh, that. And that ooh, he's ooh, like, ooh, I will, ooh, I will protect these men. And I'm like, no, you won't, because those women have grown up and we're about to like get your ass. Yeah. Wow. Guys, I am so bleak and shit. You know what? It's it's, it's confronting the reality of the world and saying, actually, no. And that that is like... I'm like, I don't know what comedy is anymore. Everything's upside down. So comedy is like dark and like sad and shit. It's just so funny whenever people pretend like... 
It's good for comedy. <laughs> or just what? Or just like whenever comedians speak out in a real way, it's like, aren't you supposed to be a fucking comedian? It's like, mm, no, actually, I'm someone. I'm a person who uses my voice, and if you're laughing, that's cool. And that, and maybe if you if if you're laughing enough to listen now, like good. And I'm also like, then those people are not on the edge of culture because no. comedy is like becoming something else. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And yes. it's like, yes. are you Jeff Foxworthy? Fine, if you're Jeff Foxworthy, but like, yeah. uh, right. I'm a comedian, so that's why I'm using my human voice because that's what it is now. It's yeah. like cohesion. Uh-huh. I am thrilled about this episode <laughs> of Podcast you so Glory. You could come back whatever Anytime. you want. I would love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Ooh. you so much. I'm oh my hugging God. myself right now because I want to Suck your guys. <laughs> you can. Your soul came and consent. was sucked after. Literally consent. Um, what, so the special comes out in January. Oh, in January on Amazon Prime Video. Fucking come yes. But we're gonna we're gonna get this episode out. Out out out. Um, um, you line is, it up for me so that it like really tees up the yeah. Yeah. tees up the special. Okay. Yeah. 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 Four months in advance. Yeah. Um, wow. Thanks, so this you is boys. incredible. So special boys. Incredible. Blah blah. blah. And we're gonna finish every we uh, finish every episode with a song. Here we go. Which one? <gasps> Lizzo. I do my hair all toss. Check, Check my, my nails. nails. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.